0: Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Annex Tuesday Night Podcast. The Annex is a community seeking to discover and live life in Jesus, and we hope that this message will help you do just that. If you like what you hear, you can always subscribe, so these messages come right to your phone each week, and you can always check us out at theannexboulder.com or on our Instagram account at theannex.boulder. Enjoy today's message. about value and honor Jesus thinks of all of us as tremendously valuable treasures worth dying for worth giving everything for and so when we are interacting with any human we're not just interacting with just some other being that's existing on this planet we are interacting with the beloved of God himself and when we have romantic interest in somebody we're not just interested in that cute guy and class or that cute gal in your dorm, you're interested in the beloved of God. And all of us are tasked, if we decide to follow Jesus, we are tasked to understand that and act accordingly, i.e. to honor others. And I believe that if we honor others in the way that we relate to people dating, things will turn out really well. Now there are an infinite number of ways that we could apply leading the way in honoring while you date. An infinite number. But tonight I want to offer just a few strands, a few perhaps um, trajectories or ways to start living this out in your life, in your dating life. The first is this. Honor each other through clear, honest communication. In dating, honor each other through clear and honest communication. I have found that in dating, one of the most confusing parts really happens around a lack of clear communication, and it usually happens right at the beginning, when you start to find interest in somebody. How many people have been asked out to coffee before? Any, any women in the room, coffee, or like to hang out or something, just been asked to hang out, and how many of you were confused about what that meant? Anyone confused about what that meant? Nobody's, nobody's ever been confused. Yeah, okay, thank you, amen, ladies, amen, this is your time to shine, right, this is your time, I will confess, I had this moment, uh, maybe it was sophomore year of college, and I met this really cute DG. her name was Christy, and it was really awkward, because I had kind of dated her best friend before that, but whatever, and um, she was at a different college, and excuse me, um, and so Christy was great, and I thought, geez, I really want to, I really want to get to know this gal, I really want to take her on a date. And so I, I remember calling Christy on my little like blue Nokia phone on the front line at Pi Kappa, front lawn at Pi Kappa Phi, and she picks up and it's like, "Hey, Christy, uh, ha, um, how you doing? Like, uh, you want to eat ice cream?" And uh, yeah, and she says, "Yeah, ice cream sounds great. I'm gonna bring my friend." I'm like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> yeah, Luke, you know the feeling, brother. It's bad. See, that's not good, clear communication. Because the fact is, I don't want to eat frozen dairy products with Christy, right? What I want to do with Christy is I want to take her on a date. I want to be very clear that what I'm offering to her is an opportunity for just the two of us, not her and her friend, right? I don't want to hang out with Christy's friend, right? I'm, I'm asking, really what I'm asking is, would you like to just go, the two of us, do something casual, social, in a way where we can get to know each other? And I did not do that Clearly. And so one of the ways that we can honor somebody very, is to be very clear on our communication off the top. Right? Hanging out, grabbing coffee, those things aren't clear. What's clear is this. I, I finally got it right. And I got it right at the right time because I finally asked my, who became my wife on a date. And we were having a great conversation under the stars in Yosemite. It's a great park in California. And, um, and we're, we're having this great conversation. And I look over and I'm like, man, she is... So a fantastic human. And so I said, Aaron, you know, can I take you on a date when we get back? And she said, Yeah, you can take me on a date. And you know what happened? We went on a date. And we all knew what was happening, right? There was no mystery. There was no mystery. When I showed up to her apartment, you know, wearing my um the best clothes I owned, a pair of clean jeans and a UW polo, I was strolling up and she looked so fine. Oh man, she was wearing some jeans and a black shirt. And um and she, we go to Bruno's, and she knows that when we go to Bruno's, we're on a date, and she felt really honored, you know, it was interesting, she shared with me later, it was the first time in her entire life, she hung out a lot with lots of different guys, right, and eventually some of those relationships ended up in what you'd call dating, but it was the first time in her life that anyone had actually asked her explicitly on a date. That's a way that you can honor somebody, right, clear communication. Once you're in, and, and here's the other thing too, If you're asked out on a date, offer clear communication back. If you would like to go on the date, and I encourage going on dates, if you'd like to go out on the date, then say yes. If you absolutely do not want to eat frozen dairy products with that person, because you're not at all interested in sending that sort of message, then say no thanks. Appreciate you asking. I feel really honored you'd ask, but I'd rather say no. Be really clear, as opposed to, oh dude, I'm super busy, like I've got this like Kim test that's going to last like two weeks or whatever it is, you know. <laughs> be really clear, right? Because busy means busy, right? So say yes, say no. Be clear. It's a great way to honor each other. Um, side note about dating. You know, um, a lot of people freak out about the idea of being asked on a date because there's a sense of a massive pressure around a date, right? Like, um, but to say uh, to, to go on a date is not the same thing as committing to marriage, to be really clear. Asking someone on the date is not the same, or saying yes is not the same as committing to marriage. Saying yes to a date is to marriage what studying for a chem test in high school is to choosing what college you go to. Let me say that again for you. Saying yes to a date is to marriage what studying for a chem test in high school is to choosing what college you go to. Do you hear what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of a part of it, but it's absolutely not the whole thing. One of the people that I think has understood dating the best in the um, 21st century is my friend Tom Bush, and he is actually engaged now, and Tom was like the ultimate bachelor for a long time. But I will say Tom, in a very respectful way, took over a hundred women on dates before he found his now eventual wife. He just would have the courage to ask somebody that was interesting to him out on a date to get to know them, And finally, he found the one, which is great. So, dating, not bad. Ask people on dates. Enjoy it. Clear communication. Okay, communicate your intentions. Honest, clear communication through intentions. Also in communication, communicate values. As you're getting to know somebody in a dating relationship, it's important that you communicate values. Be honest about who you are and what you're about, right? Because to honor somebody and treasure someone, you need to understand who they are and who they want to be so that you can encourage that in the relationship. Nobody feels valued when somebody asks you to compromise something core about who you are, right? And so a really incredible way that you can show honor and treasure somebody is to care enough about them to understand what they want, who they are, what they want to be in a relationship, what their values are. And honor yourselves by maintaining the values that you hold as well. Communicate your values. Clear, honest, in communication. In another letter that Paul is attributed to write to another church, he, he talked about speaking the truth in love. Whenever we offer clear communication around romantic relationships, it's so important that we say what's true, but we also say it in a very loving way and there will be even if you end up dating one person and it ends in marriage you will have essentially unavoidably difficult conversations with them that will require speaking truth in a way that will create hurt for yourself and the other person but there is absolutely a way through of doing that to speak truth in love if you're not ready to speak truth in love then hold off on speaking before you communicate so Lead the way in honoring each other in dating. First, communication. That's the first little nugget tonight. The second nugget is this Lead the way in honoring the other in dating by pacing and synchronizing your intimacy. This sounds like I'm like getting deep into the weeds like Delilah at night here. Pace and synchronizing your intimacy. Here's what I mean by that. Our, do you know who Delilah is, Joe? Bro, dude, Delilah is like the best. Okay, here's Delilah. All right. She's a nationally syndicated late night DJ who plays like slow jams. And it's like, if you want to dedicate like a song to your lover, you call Delilah, right? And she hooks it up. And, um, and here's the truth about Delilah. Is she sounds like, to me, my impression about Delilah is she sounds like this sort of like innocent kind of churchish woman who happens to also just you know, help people's love's life a little bit at night, you know? And it's like, you know, we want to hear Desert Rose by Sting? She's the lady to call. Anyway, enough about Delilah. Pace and synchronize your intimacy. Our sexuality is integrated into our entire person. Our sexuality is integrated to our entire person. The intimacy that we share with another should match up in two ways. First, it should match the commitment that we have to that person it should match the commitment that we have to that person. If we're demanding certain levels of intimacy of another person, we aren't valuing them as someone worthy committing to, right? If we roll into a relationship and in week three we're like, I need to hear all the sordid details about all the most important relationships in your life, otherwise I can't be with you. That is an out-of-touch way of approaching intimacy with somebody, Let that person warm up and share what they want to share when they want to share it. Value their, um, and respect what's sacred to them and their intimacy. You're not committed enough at three weeks to handle all of that stuff, and that's okay. Let it unfold naturally with the level of commitment that you have for that other person. So, intimacy we share with another person, person should match the commitment that we have with that person. Intimacy and commitment match up, okay? The other thing that ought to match up and sync up to is the forms of intimacy that we share with that person as well. So our relational, the way that we know that person, like literally knowing things about them and the things that we share with each other about our lives. Our physical intimacy, right? The the way that we connect physically with each other. Our emotional intimacy, like how much we are giving ourselves in in the emotional realm. And our spiritual intimacy, the way that we share um, our our spiritual lives and what's most sacred to ourselves and and the way that we walk with God, all of those things are meant for us to be synced up. It works really, really great when those things are synced up. But when one or two of those things are out of whack, it's really difficult for us to actually treasure and honor somebody. I think for, for many of us, um, it, it's most easy for us to jump into physical intimacy, right? That, that's, a, that's a pretty natural expression. And in our culture right now, physical intimacy is something that's very normal to share with someone that you might not even know that well. But what's difficult is when you share like that sort of intimacy, intimacy with somebody, but you're not actually willing to, um, to live out the, the, the rest, right? You, you withhold the most, you know, sacred secrets and things that you really care about in in your relationships or in your spiritual life, but you're totally willing to expose yourself in other ways. We talked a couple weeks ago, and to kind of bring this concept back, we were talking about sexual intimacy, and and the conclusion we came to was, do with your body what you're doing with your life. Do with your body what you're doing with your life. And so this idea of pacing and syncing our intimacies, the relational, physical, emotional, and spiritual That's all about doing with the other person what you're actually committed to in your heart and what the relationship actually is. It's a really important way that we can honor the other person and treasure them. When we do that, when we sync up those things, what we communicate to the other person is, I value so much those levels of intimacy in your life that I want those things to be shared in a safe way where you understand and believe in my commitment as you share those with me. And man, when that happens, it feels really good. It feels really good. So, honor each other in the way that you communicate, in the way that you pace and synchronize your intimacy. And finally, and this sounds really basic, but I'm gonna throw it out there because this is sometimes actually pretty um, uh, uh, easy to miss. In dating, in these romantic relationships, honor each other, lead the way, initiate the way in honoring each other in the way that you care for the other person. The cool thing about romantic relationships is it's a totally different dynamic than any other relationship. It's a totally different dynamic, right? You are allowing that person in intimacy into your life in a way that hopefully you're not sharing with anybody else in your life. Like, hopefully you're not smooching your mom the same way that you're smooching your gal, right? That's really crass, but that's the best example I could come up with, right? Delilah would have a word to say about that. But anyway, it's a different sort of intimacy. And we have, we have, and this is really one of the coolest ways that we can honor somebody that we're dating, is we get, we, we have access to take care and care for and show affection and expression of their value in a way that's totally unique, totally unique from other relationships. And that's really, really cool. But a lot of us neglect actually caring for the other person. At the heart of a thriving and healthy dating relationship, we're honoring and treasuring the other person. The heart of it will look like this, that you will you will take joy in reminding the other person of their value. You will take joy in reminding the other person of their value. So, with that, show affection, right, in the way that the other person actually receives affection. Show affection in the way that the other person receives affection. There's this, like, weird science about love languages. Anyone kind of studied love languages or have a, a, a crass, or maybe deep knowledge of love languages? Alan, do you? Oh, come on, brother. <laughs> Yeah, fever, you got a little bit, a little bit of love? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a bunch of the. okay, anyway. Here's what I've learned about love languages since um, uh, dating and then marrying uh, Aaron. And that is that there are things that when, peop, when, when Aaron would, like, express affection to me, I would feel like, wow. I feel like, I feel awesome. I feel really cared for. Or there are things that I liked to do, but then I would do them for Aaron, and she'd be like, what is that? Like, that, that's not it. That's really nice, but you're just saying words to me right now. All I hear is words. What I, what I really hear are acts of service and actions. And so, you know, for me, it was a, a lesson of learning, how is it that Aaron felt cared for? How is it that Aaron felt loved? And it wasn't a matter of what was the right way that she ought to feel loved, because that's the way that I was naturally predisposed to to love her. But rather, it was learning to serve her, treasure her, and acknowledge that those things were really valuable and good and true. And so to go out of my way to learn um, how to love and care for her, to create quality time, not just to say things, but to do things. That's an important thing for my wife. I love to just talk, so I was really great with words, and it turned out I needed to do a little bit more. A lot of folks, when we get into relationships that last, say, maybe, like, I don't know, three to four weeks, you know, we, like, stop the sort of pursuit, right? Like, at the beginning of relationships, it's super important that we continue to, like, pursue that person because we really want to lock things down, right? Right? And then once you get to the point where it's like, okay, this person's committed, it's often easy for us to sort of let off the accelerator in terms of showing appreciation and affection for that person. Has anyone ever experienced that before? You don't have to raise your hands, but I'll just ignore. most of us have probably experienced that. Continue to pursue. That's okay if you do. Continue to pursue and show affection. For Aaron and I, one of the most important life bloods for our relationship is just to go on dates, which is really basic, uh, when you're dating, is to go on dates. Although, although it's wild how unbasic it is. Um, just hanging out in your dorm room and smooching and watching Netflix is very different than actually getting outside and sharing adventure together. I would offer that going on dates is really wonderful. Our favorite place, probably in Boulder, is Table Twenty Three at our favorite restaurant on Pearl Street, and we love sitting at this particular table. We've shared some incredible memories together, incredible meals. We got out of the house. We had dates. And I would share, especially um, earlier on before we had two kids, and uh, the price of going on dates and some other things make it more challenging. But we um, used to celebrate weekly date night in America. And I'm sure all of you know that Wednesday is date night in America. And that was such a sacred night for us, especially when we were in California, that our friends would text us and say, you know, know, happy D-N-I-A, happy date night in America. Because they knew that Wednesday was like our night. Wednesday was our night. Continue to pursue each other. Care for each other. Engage conflict healthfully. So often, conflict becomes the thing that tears us apart. And like I said earlier, clear, honest communication and love will be necessary for any decent relationship, but especially in romantic relationships. And so the way that we care for each other in conflict is essential. Lead the way lead the way in honoring the other in dating from the beginning to the end. Lead the way in honoring in dating. I want to add that not all successful dating relationships end in marriage. Not all successful dating relationships end in marriage. I believe that the success of dating relationships is all around whether or not you showed honor to the other person as you dated them. It might be one date, it might be 12 dates, it might be five years of dating that leads to marriage, it might be, I don't know, three months of dating that leads to marriage. I'm just, it's a hypothetical, Kelsey. It's a hypothetical. What matters most, see, and we all know it, because we've experienced broken relationships in our own life right? It is possible to date somebody, right? To move in with somebody, to marry somebody, and never truly honor that person. And that relationship, we we would all say, that's not a successful relationship. That's not a thriving relationship. Honor, honor, honor each other. The questions I want to leave you with, as you think about your own dating life, Am I able to honor the person that I'm interested in or dating by dating them? Am I able to honor them? It's a self-reflective question. Do I have the capacity, do I have the, the, the maturity to give myself sacrificially? Am I in this relationship just for myself and my own benefits? Or am I in a place in my own life where I know myself at least well enough I have a commitment and a conviction that I want to serve another person and I have the capacity to do that. Am I able to honor this person by dating them? And in that relationship, how am I honoring the person that I am dating? How am I honoring? Have I gotten to a place where it's complacent? Like we've been together long enough, we kind of like know each other's quirks. We know how to avoid conflict by avoiding those specific topics. But there isn't a pursuit of Um, Affection and intimacy in a way that's really helpful and healthy. You've gotten to a place where you maybe aren't committed to honoring the other person, you're just committed to making sure that the status quo stays in place. How am I honoring the person in our dating relationship? Friends, I will share, dating is something that we, um, there is no way to walk through the fire of relationships, and dating especially, and not experience some, some disappointment, discomfort, pain along the way. That's just what it is. If you think that once you find the right person and you commit to them in marriage, that relationships will just suddenly become easy, I just have news for you right now. It actually gets a lot harder in marriage. The stakes are higher and the intimacy is deeper, that does not mean we should avoid it. If we want to live and we want to experience healthy relationships, maybe you're dating now, maybe you won't date someone for three or four years, that's fine, but know this, that healthy, vibrant dating relationships that celebrate the way our sexuality was meant to be will always be uh, um, uh, based off of whether or not we seek to honor, to treasure the other person and the way that we treat them. Let's pray. God, I would ask that um, wherever we are, that you would um, meet us first just with your grace and with your love. Um, All of us have um, uh, been uh, affected by relationships and affected others in relationships. And so first, we just want to hear about ourselves from you. About the way that you think of us. All flawed characters for sure, but each of us beloved and worthy. Worthy of your love, worthy of your grace, worthy of your affection. Lord, wherever we are on the dating spectrum, whether it's something that we would like to do, we have no interest in, something that we've been doing for a while with, with others, Lord, we ask um, that you would um, train our hearts and our actions towards this um, sacrificial way of honoring and treasuring the other person. And that if it isn't true in our relationship, that it could become true. That you would give us the things that we need to treat others this way. And that really good stuff would come of it. We offer these things to you and um, pray that in our worship tonight, we could honor you as well. We pray these things in Jesus' name, amen. We hope you enjoyed today's message. Don't forget to subscribe and we'll see you back here next week.